good day. This is Doc Hassan, the Missionary Man, podcasting to you from Taktik, Alta Verapaz, Guatemala. Uh, so uh, I'm at the Guatemala airport right now, and uh, we're just meeting up with our, the second team I'm going to be involved with. And uh, say hi, Jessica. Hello. So it's me, Jessica, Les, and Eric came here. We spent uh, the afternoon here. Eric and I actually got pulled off the road by uh, by some policemen. And uh, anyway, they just wanted to check us out and uh, maybe see if they could get some money out of us, I guess. But the guy who came to my window was, uh, well, he was drunk. And so he had some uh, interesting questions. I just feigned ignorance of the language, and so yeah, sorry, no habla, no habla español, uh, and I use my dictionary a lot. So yeah, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Anyway, Eric's such a jovial guy. They they let us go without any problems. But they asked to see my passport and stuff. Anyway, so the last time I was here at the airport uh, was about a week ago. We dropped off a group of men from New Brunswick and uh, had a really positive experience with them and um, anyway we were riding to the airport early in the morning from Antigua and it was yeah I, I felt kinda kinda sad because I felt like I should be leaving too I felt like I had spent a month in Guatemala and now it's time to go home and but uh, yeah that soon passed and it's kinda fun to say goodbye to them and know that I was going back to Taktik again so oh well I'm at the seminary I don't know, about 7.15, I guess, in the morning. And uh, we take teams here after picking them up at the airport. It's pretty late at night, and this is a pretty this is a pretty secure place. It's just nice and safe, quiet. You can drink the water from the tap. And it's uh, just nice to be able to give them a good restful night before sending them to work. Um, yeah, pretty good team. 19 people from northern B.C., I was chatting last night. I've actually got wireless, uh, a Wi-Fi system here. So Les and I stayed up late last night chatting and reading, listening to the news, that kind of thing online. I was chatting with Carl, my buddy who works for an organization called CARED. He's working directly in uh, South Africa with uh, the AIDS epidemic and the fallout from that. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty... uh, pretty good to chat with him. We haven't connected for a while. and uh, He sent me a link to the Rolling Stone interview with Bono. So, it was good. And you guys got to read that. Uh, I don't know if you enjoy reading Rolling Stone or if you enjoy Bono. But either way, read it anyway. Hello. Can you speak Spanish enough to one of these young fellas? <coughs> Go for a walk and get a shovel? We're in Purula, in Baja Verapaz. This is the department just south of uh, Alta Verapaz, where Taktik is. And there's a team of 19 Canadians here, and we're about to put on a children's program that'll run for four days. Are, are they going to get one? Yeah, he's going to get one. Alright, we're just tracking down a shovel here, so... Uh, we can uh, get rid of some of the water in the yard here so the kids can play soccer. 
Yeah. Is it a recorder? Or yeah, I'm recording. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've got a oh, podcast. Do you guys want to sing? A broadcast. Uh, yeah, so, I have a little radio program on the uh, internet. Oh, yeah. So, once a month. And uh, so, yeah, they're just setting up, and there's already probably about 20 kids, and we're only supposed to start in about 15 minutes, so, yeah, Les said we could have anywhere from 20 to 1,000 kids, so sounds good. Right, Les? Right. This is going to be great. Here's yeah. our first, our first batch of kids. Yeah, first presents, really. First anything in, uh, in Purula. Again. <laughs> They're still trying to track down the shovel, I think. So kids are coming. There's, uh, I don't know, probably about 45 kids now. 45 kids. And there's still kids. I can see them on the paths coming here. And uh, a lot of people are looking outside of their houses. Uh, the school overlooks, uh, it's kind of on the side of a hill, and it looks down a hill and at a, at a facing hill and a facing mountain. And uh, so, yeah, we, we kind of have a great view from here. Banana trees and uh, banana trees and little gardens and there's a basketball court. and Yeah, it's quite nice. The school we're using right here is actually owned by the municipality and uh, has never been used. It's been standing empty for eight years. And the municipality wants us to put a school here, but there's a problem that the uh, the sewer and the water is not cleared for safety. Um, it's not uh, usable, actually. <laughs> so um, we're trying to get uh, rights to put those in um, if they would give us a school, um, since it's just sitting here. And since the municipality really wants a school here, um, we're we're thinking that uh, that might happen. Uh, the municipality will also help us. Uh, give us get us permission to operate our school in Chicoy because Chicoy is also in the uh, the greater municipality so uh, yeah here we are in Purula kind of I never thought we'd actually do much in Purula because it's a fairly large town um, and it's about a half hour from Taktik and it's um, you know we have we have enough work to do in Taktik and in the surrounding villages so uh, yeah it's kind of neat we're kind of duplicating here if all this works out Pretty exciting. And he did not use Saul's armor as protection. So they just finished the David and Goliath skit. And we've got over 150 kids here, and they're still coming, and probably about 40, 50 adults. And, uh, yeah, we could end up with uh, 250 kids and 100 or so adults. That should be, uh, should be pretty good. This is just the first day. <laughs> so it's kind of exciting. We came here... Um, two days ago and uh, we split up into four groups and walked in four different directions just passing out invitations and um, just uh, inviting uh, people to, to bring their children um, to this program and uh, yeah 
We'll see. This is kind of the first introduction that we have in Purula. And uh, we hope to have planned a school here. It uh, could, be, could be in January. We'd have to hurry up and get a sewer system set up, but uh, at least a children's program. It's very, very exciting. We can see God's hand moving here. It's pretty, uh, pretty awesome. <laughs> so we have over, I don't know, probably uh, close to 200 kids now. Anyways, um, we got them uh, running relay races here. And it's pretty funny because I don't, you know, my Spanish is uh, is sketchy at best, and so they had me translating the rules of the game. And uh, then I'm thinking, I only think about half these kids understand as much Spanish as I do. Um, they all speak Pokem G. <laughs> so uh, that was the first day. Uh, we're going to skip over to the third, uh, fourth day, the final day of the children's program. Oh man, so we've had quite the, uh, we've had quite the morning already. Uh, we took the vans and the, the team here to Shashim, the top of the mountain, and we showed them where the uh, Mayan corn god is, is honored in the Catholic church there at the top of the hill. And uh, anyway, we, we went up there and we prayed and... Uh, then on the way down, the Toyota, um, the brakes just kind of, not seized up, but they overheated. And um, and the, the engine was overheated as well, and so it wasn't responding, and so we finally got it to a stop. I mean, you got you got to understand, this is a steep, steep hill. It's at the top of a mountain, so... Anyway, so uh, I was driving, a little little freaky, but that was all right. We, we got it to a stop and then let it cool down a bit, and then uh, Les drove it to the bottom of the hill, and I got into the other car. And uh, so then we got, they filled up the radiator and stuff like that, and so it seemed like it was all right, the brake fluid's up. Anyway, then I drove the Kia here, which is in Purula, and we, we were already 20 minutes late for the children's ministry, and... Uh, uh, so we have half the group, and then the other half, um, their vehicle conked out. And so they split into two small vehicles, and they're still on their way. But uh, yeah, a lot of opposition, it seems. We're running into a lot of a lot of uh, stuff just getting in our way of getting this to happen. It's been pretty amazing. We've had over 200 kids um, for this is the fourth day and final day, and they're distributing... Uh, little packages of treats to all the kids and like with toothbrush and a little bit of candy and um, a little baseball cap and a toy and a, you know it's, it's really neat this team's really put a lot of thought and collected a lot of stuff to give away so pretty cool yeah I'm really uh, I've been really touched by this ministry here this is the first first our first step into this community and um, and this is the amazing thing. Yesterday we got word that the director of education that had denied us um, authorization to uh, to start a school in January in Chicoy, which is in this uh, in the same community, um, he just told us yesterday that we had authorization to uh, to do Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Que qué tal? Ah bien. Ah gracias. Ah, bueno. Huh? ¿Qué está haciendo usted? Sí, es un cámara, pero uh, ahora yo uh, engravo ah. una solo solo mi. Uh, ah, está grabando. Sí, ah. yo hablo. En, en, sí. Uh -huh. Habla, habla en español. No, ahora sí. <laughs> pero antes, uh, ¿qué? Sí, ah. un poco. Medium. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> 
¿Y van a la, a colegio? Sí. Sí. ¿Aquí? ¿A dónde? No se sabe. No se sabe. ¿A Cobán? Oh, es lejos. ¿Qué año? Ah, segundo básico. Segundo básico. ¿Y usted? ¿Y usted? ¿Y usted? So, a little embarrassed at the uh, Spanish. I, I, I really can speak better than that. But uh, anyway, the third, the third of the three guys I was talking to at the end uh, didn't go to school. There just isn't enough schools, and he can't afford to go to Coban to attend uh, high school, or which is more like junior high. Uh, so he's not going to school. He works at a little convenience store in Purula, and he's probably about 14 years old. Um, the other two travel. It would be about an hour to school from where they live um, just to attend junior high because the junior high does not exist in Purula. Um, it'd be great if we could provide that someday. Uh, right now, as it stands, we're looking at opening a school in Chicoy, as long as we can finish the bathrooms in time, and um, possibly operating a children's ministry or like an after-school tutoring um, thing in Purula. So, yeah, it's actually expanding quite, a, quite fast. We're looking at adding over 100 kids to the sponsorship program uh, in January and then in subsequent years we'd be adding uh, more than 100 every, about 150 every year because we'd opening, be opening new schools every time, every year and new grades in each school. So uh, yeah, pretty exciting. Uh, now uh, we're going to be in Antigua just the day before we send this team off. So in 1976, So what you see when you go down into the into this cave, uh, it's under the altar in the biggest cathedral. Um, yeah, it must be the biggest cathedral that was destroyed three times over in Antigua. That's a major tourist destination. It's actually under the protection of UNESCO. Anyway, you go down into this cave, um, and it's where for decades, probably hundreds of years actually, because this is when they were constructing the cathedral where they sent to the uh, local Mayans to, to worship so that they could be worshiping under the, under the umbrella of the uh, church. 
Anyway, what you see down there is a black Christ um, with uh, tons and tons of uh, coins all around him. And uh, he's black because of the candle smoke. And so this is uh, something that's regarded as quite sacred. Um, the candle smoke, so everything's covered in this really thick soot. So I, I just wanted to uh, clarify a few things. Um, you know, uh, the Mayan religion and Catholicism uh, was mentioned a few times. So I just wanted to clarify a couple things so that people aren't don't think I'm a judgmental bigot and all of this. But, uh, what I what I see here in tactique is are some problems and. Um, these are directly linked with a lot of their spiritual beliefs and practices. And so we just want to bring kind of clarity to the, to the people that are, that are suffering. And uh, so what we see is uh, severe alcoholism. I mean, you have, you have fathers selling their wives pots and pans to buy alcohol um, and then coming home and beating their wives or cheating on their wives or abusing their children. Um, this is a major problem. So you have lots of broken families. Um, a lot of superstition, so they'll go to the local Mayan priest and get him to receive, to um, renunciate a curse um, that was supposedly put on their home or their garden, um, or go to the priest for a blessing and uh, make a generous donation, when already these people are, are quite impoverished. Um, and alcohol is a huge part of the, the festivities the, the Mayan festivities. Now where Catholicism is implicated in all this is that uh, these people who are practicing these, their Mayan beliefs are also practicing Catholics. And we see this as a real problem because the Catholic Church is not denouncing much of this behavior, the alcoholism, the, uh, the unfaithfulness, uh, worshipping all these other gods when Catholicism, you're, you're supposed to be worshipping one God. Um, so the, the, the Catholic Church is really not doing anything about this problem. And in fact, many of the traditional practices, uh, polytheistic Mayan practices, are practiced right in the church building or in conjunction with it. It's very interesting. So, uh, in tactique, these two are blended in many ways. If you want me to unpack that sometime, email me. I don't want to bore everyone with my rants. <laughs> or have I been? Oh no. Um, anyway, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at zok at zakistan.com. That's Z-A-A-K at Z-A-A-K-I-S-T-A-N dot com. And uh, you can go there and check out uh, videos of uh, my family and uh, my baby and uh, pictures of what we're doing down here. Anyway, um, this is a group singing uh, from Canada um, just before they, they left. They're in the basement, actually they're in the root cellar of an old convent in Antigua. Just wanted to give a shout out to Tay, Amber and Alan whose birthdays are successively the 27th, 28th and 29th of November. Happy birthday! Hey, have a great December. We'll talk to you again at the end of the year. Blessings to you. Bye.